Hello and welcome to the Ice Guy, brought to you by the National Hockey Now Network. This is the show that takes you into the world of the National Hockey League. Every game, every day, from a betting perspective. With pro sports handicappers, Ian Cameron, Alex B. Smith, and various guests from the world of hockey and sports betting. And now, here's your host, Ian Cameron. Welcome to the Ice Guys, presented by National Hockey Now, Friday, November 25th. Hopefully, everyone survived U.S. Thanksgiving, uh, had an enjoyable holiday. Uh, I certainly did. Uh, it wasn't a holiday here in Canada, but I had an enjoyable day watching you know, NFL football, college basketball. It's pretty much all that there was uh, available to us yesterday uh, on Thanksgiving, and it was a good betting day for yours truly. So I enjoyed the day, certainly. Uh, hopefully, you did as well. And We are ready to break down a massive Friday uh, NHL card as usual, the traditional Black Friday schedule where you have day games and night games. Uh, we will break down what's left of the card. We have uh, one game underway already. It is two to nothing for the Carolina Hurricanes over the Boston Bruins after the first period. So a good start for Carolina after quite honestly a humbling, embarrassing loss to Arizona the other night at home. So very good start there uh, for the Hurricanes in that game. Uh, Colorado-Nashville postponed because of a water main break uh, at Bridgestone Arena in Nashville. That's a first. I don't know if I've heard that before, but uh, shocking uh, development there that that game postponed for that reason. Uh, we've got three games that are just starting as we hit the air here with today's edition of the Ice Guys. So we're going to do rapid fire. And if you're a Patreon member, again, it's $10 a month, patreon.com slash guys. If you're a subscriber to our Ice Guys Patreon site, you will have seen the bets that we like for these early games already. Uh, but I will list them off right now uh, for those of you that aren't. And of course, those of you listening to the show, I'm on Calgary. And Calgary is my best bet on the show today, actually. Calgary Flames minus 120 against Washington. It is a cheap price to back the better team in that game, in my opinion. Off a loss against Pittsburgh. I think they take care of business against still a depleted, struggling Washington team. Calgary Flames minus 120. Not only a bet, but my best bet for the show today. Uh, so I'll, I'll reiterate that. I might give you another best bet at the end of the show uh, from one of the other games. But certainly if uh, we uh, if I had to choose one singular best bet, it would have been that. Uh, Toronto, Minnesota, I'm passing on. I, you know, I would certainly lean Toronto a little bit. But Minnesota's played better the last couple of games, beating Carolina and Winnipeg. It feels like it's a cheap price on them. But Murray's playing well in net for the Leafs. He's in net for them today. Um, tough game uh, overall. I think I lean over six with the total dropping, but just a lean there. Montreal, Chicago. I am on Montreal and I am on over six in that game. It went up to six and a half, but uh, I think Montreal takes advantage of a Chicago team struggling to keep the puck out of their own net uh, in that game. So uh, definitely liking the Habs, definitely liking goals to be scored in that game. Chicago's trended over the total five or six straight that have gone uh, over the number. Uh, Alex B. Smith, for those wondering, he will be along momentarily he's running a little bit late running a little bit behind but he will be with us uh, later on in the show all right so we're all caught up let's move on with the rest of the card from here on out this game starts at 3 p.m eastern time uh, ottawa senators at anaheim ducks we've got ottawa minus 150 uh road favorites six six and a half the total in this game if you listen to the uh, show we, or if you watched or listened to the show we did on wednesday uh before thanksgiving jimmy murphy joined us 
DJ Smith is on borrowed time right now, head coach of the uh, Senators. Uh, he said that there, he might not even make it past the weekend if they continue losing. Now, we'll see if that is indeed the case. But right now, definitely some issues with the Ottawa Senators, and they just continue to play horrible hockey. Uh, how you can lay minus 150 with them, I have no idea. Uh, I, I like Anaheim a little bit here, plus 130. Now, Anaheim's no great shakes either. It's not like this team's playing great hockey either. But what I like about this Anaheim Ducks team is they faced a solid Rangers team, found a way to win that game. Uh, it was a better performance in net from John Gibson. And maybe that gives them a little bit of confidence moving forward, uh, starting here against, again, an Ottawa team that is 1-7 on the road this year. Uh, one win. Uh, away from home all season long for the Senators team. So it just continues to be a disappointing. They haven't been uh, obviously anywhere close to the same blue line without Thomas Shabbat, who would be. Uh, he's by far the uh, number one defenseman on this team. They've been uh, missing him severely, dearly uh, here uh, the last uh, few games. Uh, and uh, definitely the struggles continue for Ottawa. Defensively, they're giving up goals still. And the worst part is the one thing they could really count on was scoring goals and the offensive production and They've been held to one goal now in three straight games prior to today. So all kinds of issues right now for Ottawa. This to me is just, I don't like, uh, how can you lay minus 150 with Ottawa on the road right now with zero confidence? Uh, a coach that's definitely on the hot seat right now at this point in time as well. So uh, I got to just look at Anaheim here, plus 130. And look, uh, Anaheim, like I said, has not, obviously had their issues too this year, but they at least have a four wins on, on home ice. They're coming off a, a win that should give them a little bit of confidence for this game here this afternoon. So I like Anaheim plus 130. I think this game could open up too. I know Anaheim and the Rangers stayed under the total. Ottawa struggled to score, but you got to think against this Anaheim team, Ottawa can at least find the back of the net. You see guys like Batherson, Debrinkit, Stutzla, uh, and Kachuk end up uh, maybe bringing it here tonight. Pinto as well. Uh, and on the flip side, we know Anaheim certainly if there's a strength of them this year, it's been uh, their ability to get production from the top six. I mean, uh, Zegras, Terry have been good. Vetrano and Strom have been solid at times offensively for them. Uh, Mason McTavish in his rookie, full rookie season, kind of struggled to get going early, but I think he's been a lot better and more noticeable. And he did get on the scoreboard with a goal in the victory against the Rangers the other night. So the over six I got, and there was not many books that had six when I bet it, but it was over six minus 120. Still lean that way at six and a half. And I'm going to take a shot with Anaheim. Again, this is uh, more uh, along the lines of this is an Ottawa team that I just cannot, uh, in good faith and good conscience, uh, you know, recommend here minus one. 50 uh, in this kind of price range. All right, let's go to Pittsburgh and Philadelphia next up. This is the uh, Keystone State rivalry. Uh, this is actually one of two games that sat today on TNT. TNT has a national TV uh, Black Friday doubleheader here uh, this, uh, today, and this is the first of the two games, uh, Philly hosting Pittsburgh. We've got the uh, Penguins minus uh, 220 uh, road favorites in this game, and the total sitting at six and a half. I don't really have a strong feel for this game. I don't want to back Philadelphia that much. I know we know the Flyers are having some problems right now, big time. Uh, they're on a losing streak. They're not playing good hockey, uh, and it's been everything. You know, I don't think Carter Hart has played as well uh, in, def uh, in that defensive play that was really the backbone of the Flyers' early season success has faltered lately. And more than anything, this team is beaten up to shit right now. Uh, the, the Philadelphia Flyers at the center ice spot. I said this multiple times. When Morgan Frost is your number one center and then your other centers, Hayes is solid, but and then you've got Sedlak and 
uh, it, Brown. I mean, it's just a horrid uh, quartet at the center ice position. And if you're weak down the middle and if you're riddled with injuries at the center ice position, you're not going to be as good a hockey team. Simple as that. And we're definitely seeing that right now uh, from the um, from the uh, Philadelphia Flyers. Definitely having their share of issues right now uh, in terms of uh, the uh, the center ice position. Their offense is dried up. Uh, defensively, uh, the uh, Philadelphia Flyers and the goaltending it hasn't been nearly as sharp as it was early in the season either. So I don't want Philly. Here's the issue with Pittsburgh. They're laying a big price. They're coming off a couple of big wins in a row. Uh, and now they're playing a Philadelphia Flyers team that, you know, Philadelphia will be fired up to play the Penguins. And the Penguins, you know, are that Malkin had a big moment the other night where, you know, a thousandth game, he has a big night, kind of an emotional scene there with the way that ended up going for uh, the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins and that win against Calgary. It kind of feels like not a letdown spot. There shouldn't be when you play uh, an in-state rival, but Philly's not good. I could see Pittsburgh kind of being lethargic today. And that's concerning with the minus 220 road favorite. Plus with Pittsburgh, we know they've had some bad losses uh, here the last month, when they, especially during that losing streak they had. So I just don't think there's any sort of value on Pittsburgh, but at the same time, can't back Philly. So ends up being a pass. If you believe in trends, most of the recent games, Philly and Pittsburgh have been higher scoring in Philadelphia. We'll see if that ends up being the case once again here uh, today. But definitely when it comes to this game, I'm leaning toward uh the over, if anything, but I'm not going to be on it, side or total, uh, between the uh, Penguins and the Flyers. All right, the rest of the games are night games, starting with New Jersey and Buffalo. We've got the uh, New Jersey Devils minus 150 to minus 155. Road favorites here, total uh, six and a half. Can the New Jersey Devils just bounce right back after seeing their incredible win streak get snapped? They are held short of getting the franchise record win streak by the Toronto Maple Leafs in that loss on Wednesday night. And what would really concern me here for the Devils is, and this is a spot where I usually like to go against teams in, long win streak, it gets snapped, it's a bit of a bubble burst, a little bit of a hangover when you see that winning streak come to an end. And not only that it came to an end, that long win streak, but the fashion, that was as, that was a bubbling cauldron of emotion, intensity. It was a lively environment last night or Wednesday night between the Leafs and Devils and, you know, fans pelting the ice with uh, stuff all over the ice for that uh, lot. By the way, that's, that's, that's Bush league. That's ridiculous what they were doing. First of all, know the rules. Uh, that's number one. And I'm not a big leaf apologist, but uh, know the rules. Number one, you could make a case, all three of those goals. I know it was three goals called back. You're not happy. You think there's something they're in, they're in it. They're, they're, you know, they're in it to screw us. You know, they're in it to, they're, they're against us. They, they're, they're trying to get us to lose this game. You know, the, the fixes and all this nonsense I've, I've read the last two days. First of all, know the rules. Number two, uh, all three of those goals, you can make a case. They all should have been disallowed. First goal, there was contact. Second goal, clearly uh, Murray got run over by Tatar. And then the third goal was kicked in. It's black and white. It's plain as day, clear as can be. There's no debate. Kick the puck in, kicking motion, no goal. What's there to not, what's there to be upset about? You know, and then that's the moment when the fans, you know, lost their shit and threw uh, all kinds of debris on the ice. I mean, I get being upset that you had three goals called back, but my goodness, I mean, you could you could clear. There's definitely two of the three absolutely were the right calls. 
Maybe the first one you could say that was very minimal contact. Maybe it was a 50-50 call with that situation. And you say, hey, maybe could have went the devil's way. But, I mean, absolutely ridiculous uh, that, you know, if you're throwing shit on the ice because you think the rules, uh, they, they, they they made the wrong call, then you need your head examined. So I was disappointing to see that, but uh, and and look, it's the first time I've seen the Devils crowd actually, you know, hyped up in a decade. Now all of a sudden they're uh, all angry when things uh, are going against them. Uh, it's fascinating. Where were you five years ago when you sucked, and now all of a sudden you're packing the place uh, because you have a 12 game win streak going? I mean, come on, let's be fair. Let's be fair as a fan base here. Where were you when the team sucked? Now all of a sudden you think you've got the right to throw shit on the ice. For two of when two of the three goals actually were rightfully disallowed, give me a break. Uh, anyway, that's enough of that rant. Uh, I think it's going to be difficult here for the uh, New Jersey Devils uh, here in this one. You know, when they see the big long uh, win streak uh, snapped uh, in that game uh, against the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs, and Buffalo's turned it around all of a sudden, and Matthias Samuelson has been the cornerstone, I think, to them playing better. Honestly, you look at the uh, the um, results here for Buffalo. They get Samuelson back against Montreal. They beat Montreal. They snapped the losing streak. Um, and then after that, we ended up seeing the um, game against St. Louis, back-to-back situation. Sabres still get the victory. So with Samuelson back from his injury, and he's a big, important blue liner, even though he's still very young. We know Power and Darlene, they're all very good. But at the same point in time, when it comes to um, – Samuelson, he's one of their better, sturdier, defensive-minded defensemen. Great on the penalty kill. Great in his own end. And they missed that. No question about that when he was out. They were 4-1 and one in five games before his injury. And then he comes back. They're 2-0 and oh, since he's been back. The Montreal and the St. Louis game this week, they won both. They're now 6-1 and one with him on the in the lineup, him on the ice. So you got to give the uh, Sabres credit uh, for or him credit for playing well. And the Sabres are clearly a better team with him on the ice. I like Buffalo here. I think they're a very live home dog. New Jersey off the, you know, the the uh, streak snapping loss against Toronto. I think that's not easy to come back from uh, when you've had a long winning streak that lengthy. And it's not easy to just get back in the saddle and get back in the wind column again. So I like the Sabres here. It's been an over series history. Buffalo's trending over. So I'm going to go with over six and a half as well. Minus 120 uh, in this game with the uh, Devils uh, and the uh, Sabres. So. Uh, that's uh, what we're going to be uh, looking at here uh, in this one. All right. Um, next up, we've got, as we continue along here, I've got college football games and hockey games uh, like crazy. There's like five or six screens directly right in front of me right now. TV screens, laptop streams, you name it. So we're trying to keep our eyes on everything during uh, th- while we're doing the show here. So I, uh, if I'm a little bit sputtering over my words because I see something that catches my attention, that's the reason for it. But uh, we're trying to stay as focused as we can. Not easy when you've got a crazy day like this and so much going on. Uh, next up, we've got Arizona and Detroit. Uh, we've got uh, Detroit minus 190, home favorites here, six the total in this game. Uh, this Arizona team, I'm not, you know, I'm not ready to lay a minus 190 price against the Coyotes right now. I cashed a big underdog winner with them against uh, Kakalaki uh, on Wednesday night as they shut out, not just beat Carolina, but shut out the Carolina Hurricanes for nothing. Uh, the other night, very impressive stuff uh, from uh, the Hurricanes uh, in, the, or sorry, from the Coyotes in that game. Karel Vamelka with an impressive performance, uh, getting the shutout uh, in that victory. Um, you know they've played really, really tough on this road trip. They've had some good performances 
All that being said, the road trip, it's been a long one. Can they keep this up? Can they keep, keep bringing this energy, bringing this good team defense, good team structure? That's what's really given them the chance uh, to uh, hang in these games and the chance to uh, get these victories. I mean, they've committed to better defense, and obviously it helps when your goaltender's playing better, and certainly Karel Vamelka is playing better for the Coyotes. By the way, it's um, I wanted to update the goaltenders. I didn't do that with the earlier games. Uh, Ottawa-Anaheim. We don't have goalies confirmed there. We don't have them confirmed with Pittsburgh-Philadelphia either. We know it's Akira Schmid for New Jersey and Craig Anderson. They are the goalies in that New Jersey-Buffalo game. In this game, it's Vamelka and Husso. And the way both of them are playing for their respective teams, it's a good goalie matchup. Husso's been good for Detroit lately, uh, no question. Uh, he's played very, very well uh, for the uh, Sabres, uh, for the Red Wings, rather, uh, in the last few games. Uh, Arizona, like I said, Vamelka's been solid. I like the way Detroit's playing, though. So I'm I'm way more reluctant to take Arizona tonight. That being said, I'm also uh, not going to uh, be going against Arizona uh, in this uh, game uh, at this price with Detroit laying minus one ninety. So it's gonna be a it's gonna be a stay off game for me. I'm gonna take the money and run Steve Miller band style uh, with the uh, Arizona Coyotes after the uh, victory against uh, Carolina the other night. Plus three twenty. Plus you're only getting plus one seventy here. Big difference. Uh, I find Arizona is more of an attractive underdog bet when they're like that plus 320 against a really good team as opposed to, you know, plus 170 against an uh, an okay team, if you will. Uh, so that's the way I, I'm going about it here with this game here um, between the uh, Coyotes and Red Wings. It's more of a prop game if I were to get involved with anything here as far as the uh, from a betting standpoint, props would be what I'd look at uh, for Arizona. Nick Schmaltz is back. Something to keep in mind. Pounce maybe on a prop with him. He's playing with Boyd and Keller on the uh, top line center spot. As far as the Detroit Red Wings go, they've really gotten some solid offensive contributions lately from uh, the likes of uh, Raymond, Larkin, Kubalik. They're all in very good form right now for the Red Wings. So definitely could go in that those directions from a prop standpoint here uh, with the uh, Coyotes and the uh, Red Wings tonight. All right, next up, we've got uh, New York Islanders, Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh, Islanders minus 190, uh, road favorites, six the total in this game. I mean, there's no backing Columbus for me right now with the injuries. And to be the fact that actually this team is 3-2 and two in their last five games with everybody that's out of the lineup, I actually have to give them some credit for that. You know, not easy for them to be a competitive hockey team right now when you consider uh, all the uh, players that are currently out of the lineup uh, for the uh, – Blue Jackets. They've got four starting defensemen, four guys that would normally be their regular starting defensemen out for them right now, uh, out of the lineup. So that's definitely been a problem. No question about that for uh, the uh, Columbus Blue Jackets. You've got Patrick Lyonet, Justin Danforth out. Uh, you've got uh, Jake Voracek on IR. And like I said, four starting defensemen, Elvis Merzlikens on IR. So you got to basically play Jonas Corposalo and uh, Daniil Tarasov every game. I mean, just lots of key personnel out of the lineup right now for the Jackets. So I don't want Columbus. Could only look to the Islanders, but I don't know if I want the Islanders at minus 190 in this spot. You're coming off two more, you know, not more important games, but games where you you probably get the team's full focus. You play a team like Toronto. You play Edmonton, two pretty good hockey teams. Now you play a struggling uh, Jackets team. Islanders already beat the Jackets 4-3 in overtime. And to be honest, Columbus gave them a game uh, last uh, time when they played the Islanders just a couple of weeks ago. So 
They didn't lay down in that game. It was competitive. So I just don't feel comfortable laying a price this big on the Islanders, even though I, I lean Islanders. Maybe you take them in regulation to get a better uh, price. I do like the over in this game. I think we see goals. I think the Islanders uh, will get their offense revved up here against, again, a completely depleted Columbus blue line that struggled all season long to keep the puck out of their net. Uh, I think that's probably going to continue today. You would think at home on home ice, though, you'll you'll see something offensively out of the Jackets. You know, they have been able to score goals in multiple games uh, this season. We'll see if they can uh, continue to do that here tonight uh, in this game against uh, the uh, Islanders. But we have seen them be able, even with the injuries, to score at least a couple of goals on home ice. And I think they'll be able to here tonight in this game. I'm looking to see if maybe they rest Sorokin, the Islanders, uh, but they're not. They're going to go with him. That's the one concern. He's played great for the most part this season, but I think the Jackets can still contribute at least a little bit offensively. And then meanwhile, you're going to get, I think, a pretty solid performance uh, offensively from this Islanders team tonight. So I'm going to go over six here with the uh, Islanders uh, and uh, the Blue Jackets tonight. Uh, Prop-wise, um, they keep experimenting with uh, the Blue Jackets lineup right now. Uh, lots of uh, tinkering going on by Brad Larson. It looks like Gustav Nyquist is going to get the uh, Patrick Lyonet spot on the top line with Boone Jenner and Johnny Gaudreau. Trey Fix-Wolanski uh, has been called up from the AHL. He's second in the AHL in scoring, 22 points in 14 games. They're going to put him with Roslovic and Kent Johnson on the second line. So there you go, Trey Fix-Wolanski here on the uh, second line for the uh, Columbus Blue Jackets. There's a prop value bargain bin option, uh, in my opinion, uh, that I think probably is worth a look there uh, in that game. So, uh, And as far as the Islanders go, uh, you're looking at, you know, Wallstrom on the top line is always worth a look, in my opinion. Keep an eye on Simon Holmstrom, promoted from the AHL as well. He's going to replace Kyle Palmieri in the lineup, and Holmstrom has five points, 15 games in the AHL. Uh, it's, it's, you know, this is a guy that was a first round draft pick in 2019. Um, but he looks like they're going to throw Simon Holmstrom into the top line from, uh, from all indications with Barzell and Wallstrom. So if that's indeed the case, Simon, uh, Simon, uh, Holmstrom here is probably going to be worth a look here in terms of a value player prop option. Again, the, the morning skate lineup combinations would lead you to believe he's going to get top line. Uh, opportunity tonight for the New York Islanders. And if that's the case, he's definitely, I think, going to be worth a look in terms of a, a value-laden goal scorer player prop option here uh, for the uh, New York Islanders tonight. All right, the second of the uh, second game of the TNT uh, doubleheader uh, is uh, next up here, and it is the uh, St. Louis Blues taking on the Tampa Bay Lightning. We've got Tampa Bay uh, minus a 190. Uh, here in this game, the total currently six across the board. I, I would only take at the uh, St. Louis at the plus price here. I might put a small play on St. Louis. I like the over more than that, but I just can't justify it with Tampa right now. Kind of like with Carolina, where they're being priced based on reputation as opposed to current form. Carolina's kind of being priced that way in the last few games. Granted, they're playing good so far today. They're leading Boston last I checked, uh, but still a situation where I really don't Love the idea of laying minus 190 with Tampa Bay. Now, they're off a loss against Boston, and Cooper wasn't really thrilled with the way they played, uh, particularly defensively. Vasilevsky continues to be um, not quite the uh, level of 
play from Vasilevsky we've become accustomed to. Uh, there's no question he has been far from the spectacular here uh, as of late. And I think you're going to see this uh, team here, uh, Tampa Bay, play better, but not trustworthy, in my opinion, as minus 190 favorites. So I, I'll have a small bet on the Blues. I do like the over here. It's trended over. Three straight meetings have gone over between these two teams. Aggressive mindset from both uh, Tampa Bay off a loss, St. Louis off a loss. So I think both teams push early in the game. And obviously, if one gets the lead early, it opens the game up even more. So uh, I definitely like uh, seeing uh, this uh, game go uh, over the uh, total here, six with the uh, Blues and the Lightning. And I'll probably have a small little p- – Smaller bet, pizza money style, if you will, on the uh, Blues here. Because I just think Tampa Bay, they're in that zone right now where their current form doesn't match the price point. You know, they're not playing at a minus 200 level. And I see minus 200 actually at some spots here now with the Lightning in this game. Uh, Bennington and Vasilevsky, by the way, confirmed to be the uh, goaltendering. The goaltender matchup in this game uh, as it's uh, as of right now. As far as the props go, um, I would probably just look at... Uh, Ryan O'Reilly uh, or uh, potentially Robert Thomas for St. Louis, uh, the top two centers. Nick Paul, I think, is underrated right now for Tampa. He's played well for them. He's been one of their better forwards uh, of late. So there's a few options here in terms of uh, player props uh, for this game uh, between the uh, Blues and the uh, Lightning. All right, next up as we continue along here on this uh, Friday card, we've got Seattle and Vegas. Uh, Vegas minus 190 home favorites. Uh, the total right now, uh, six shaded to the over. I mean, I am concerned about the spot for Vegas. Just, you know, you got Seattle coming. And Seattle's played actually surprisingly well on the road this year. Road record's actually not bad at all. Not too shabby for the uh, Seattle Kraken. So this isn't a gimme for the uh, Vegas Golden Knights here. But they're also a team that kind of reluctant to uh, step in front of them, playing some, you know, pretty good hockey overall. Uh, you know, we'll see if that continues here tonight against uh, Seattle. But I think the key thing here in this game for the Kraken is we saw their offense explode finally uh, in the uh, victory against San Jose. Uh, they're getting relatively healthier now as well, which is good to see. Philip Grubauer, uh, it looks like, is going to be the uh, starting goaltender tonight for the Kraken uh, in this game. We'll see if he's able to uh, keep it rolling for the uh, Seattle Kraken. They've certainly played uh, some, uh, like I say, solid hockey here. Uh, as of uh, late, and especially, like I say, on the road, they're 5-2 and two this year. So, you know, don't count them out. It's Vegas in a, maybe a little bit of a, uh, not a down spot, but a sleepy spot, if you will, after wins against uh, Vancouver and Ottawa. But they are continuing to find ways to win. It is worth noting that. It's just, I, this game reminds me of that San Jose game a little bit. You know, Vegas is a huge favorite team. They probably should beat on home ice. And against San Jose, I remember they lost that game five to two. You know, Seattle and Seattle hasn't beaten Vegas either. That's that's probably something that's also keeping me off the uh, Seattle side, even though I do think situationals kind of favor them a little bit. Starting a road trip, good road record this year. But Vegas is five and zero all time uh, against Seattle since the Kraken uh, have uh, entered the league. So uh, that is definitely something that maybe you don't want to tempt fate or go against that necessarily. Uh, that kind of track record. So uh, we'll see how this one goes, but definitely as of right now, uh, no bet for me on this game, other than maybe looking at props and props might be the best way to go in this game. Jaden Schwartz has been good. Eberle's been good for Seattle. Those are the, Wenberg's not worth a look probably too. He's chipped in offensively. Those are some good props on the, uh, on the Seattle side of the equation. As far as uh, Vegas is concerned, I've talked for 
a long time now about Riley Smith and how well he's played. He's been scoring goals on a regular basis here for the uh, Vegas Golden Knights. Sometimes it's just as simple as you want to ride the hot. You really could do that with uh, Mark Stone, who's got five goals in the last four games, multiple points in two of those four games. Not, not, not might be worth it to look over one and a half points. You know, that's not the type of prop I do regularly. But Mark Stone right now, with the way he's playing for the Vegas Golden Knights offensively, looking toward that uh, over one and a half points prop for him tonight against Seattle might be something uh, worth considering in this game. All right, Winnipeg Jets, Dallas Stars. Uh, next up here on this uh, Friday slate, we've got the uh, Stars minus 165 uh, road uh, home favorites. Uh, the total right now in this game currently sitting at uh, six shaded to the over. I think the Jets are live here. And look, I took the uh, Jets against the Wild the other night. Didn't go well at all. Uh, they were just outplayed. Nothing more to it than that. Uh, you just it, it, And it's one of those games where you can tell right away, I mean, Winnipeg doesn't have it tonight. And they did not have it uh, in that game against the Minnesota Wild. But now you get them after a shellacking like that, looking to bounce back. I do think they will play a lot better tonight. And Dallas all of a sudden is... They've had a very good start to the season. We can't make it sound like they haven't. They're twelve and eight. They're six and three at home, twelve and eight overall. But you look at some of these recent wins. I mean, they had to come back from four-one down to beat a struggling Chicago team. They lost to Colorado, five-two to the Islanders. But that game was close for a large part. They hung on against Florida and almost blew a big lead. They lose in overtime to Tampa. Uh, they lose to San Jose. They lose, uh, you know, to Winnipeg in Winnipeg earlier this year. This these teams have already faced each other twice. The home team has won each game. This has been a home team dominated series. I fully acknowledge that as well. So it does concern me a little bit with taking Winnipeg because of that, but I find getting this price with a, a team that's played solid hockey, that's off a bad 6 to 1 performance uh, against Minnesota. I think definitely you're going to see the uh, Jets worth a look here plus 145. And Connor Hellebuck has been confirmed in net and that was the key for me to pull on the trigger in this game. Connor Hellebuck, after a bad game, he's been known. His pattern has been playing a lot better when he struggles in the previous game. And I could definitely see that being the uh, case here tonight for the uh, Winnipeg Jets, that he just plays a whole lot better uh, in between the pipes following a very disappointing 6-1 to setback against the uh, Minnesota Wild. So, you know, for that reason, I think Hellebuck in, in this spot, you'll see him play a lot better, the team as well. Uh, even though they're without still Ehlers and Appleton, uh, two key forwards up front. We've still seen them uh, be able to overcome it and win a bunch of games. 11-7, and seven, by the way, the Jets. They're not that far behind Dallas in terms of the uh, win-loss record. And Jake Ottinger, who we talked about in the first few games returning from injury, we talked about on this show how he was struggling a little bit, uh, looked like he was turning it around, getting better, but then gave up four goals to Chicago the other night. wasn't his best performance. He still hasn't found that game-to-game -game consistency in net since returning from injury. So I'm going to go with Winnipeg here at a nice price, plus 145. I think you get a better performance and effort from the Jets after the Minnesota game. And to me, you know, prior to that Minnesota game, the Jets form was really good. They had won uh, one, two, three, four, five, six of their last eight games prior to the loss against Minnesota. I think they play a lot better tonight. And I think they've got a shot. That's all I can ask for taking them here at plus 145. Uh, in this game, probably would lean under the total as well, considering you've got uh, Dallas off a high scoring game. They're not going to like giving up four to Chicago, Winnipeg and Ellabuck 
in particular has a good track record of bouncing back after a shaky performance. So for that reason, we'll lean to the under here with Winnipeg-Dallas as well. All right, Los Angeles taking on San Jose. Actually, you know what? Before we get to that game, I think there was a prop that I wanted to mention for Dallas, uh, even though I like Winnipeg because you, it doesn't mean you can't bet uh, Dallas props, even though I like the Jets uh, in this game. Yeah, it was uh, uh, Yoel Kivaranta for the uh, Dallas Stars, who is uh, moving up the lineup a bit to the uh, second line tonight. Again, it's a guy that hasn't gotten things rolling offensively yet. Only three goals uh, on the season for him. Uh, but he is going to get definitely more minutes and a, and, a, and a better spot up the lineup tonight for the uh, Stars. And again, not going to be priced like it uh, in terms of the goal score props. So definitely would look toward uh, maybe a look at Kivaranta again because you're getting him in the uh, second line tonight, moving up the lineup to see if that can get his offense going tonight uh, in this game against the uh, Winnipeg Jets. All right, L.A. Kings, San Jose Sharks. We've got L.A. Uh, minus 145 uh, road favorites uh, in this one, and the total right now sitting at um, six across the board. Uh, you do have to lay a bit of a price here with the team total, but how can I not bet the team total again with San Jose? I have talked about this uh, repeatedly on the show here, the last uh, few uh, games, especially the last week or two and San Jose games keep going over their team total. I mean, two and a, over two and a half minus minus one forty six uh, is the price at pinnacle right now. I mean, what can you say? They've scored three or more goals in 12 of the last 13 games. The San Jose sharks uh, scoring is offense has not been their issue. The issue has been keeping the puck out of their own net, and we will see if that continues to be a problem for them here uh, tonight as they take on the LA Kings, who are suddenly on a bit of a tailspin. Uh, not anything that's uh, you hit the panic button over, but three straight losses for the Kings to Vancouver, Seattle, uh, and the New York Rangers. Uh, they will be looking to bounce back uh, from that, those three losses. Tonight. And certainly this is their best chance to get back on track. This is you know, a San Jose team that in theory they should be able to beat, but I remember we've talked a lot of Kings-Sharks games on this show the last, I would say, six months to a year uh, since the start of last season. And how many times have I said, I like L.A. in this spot, they're better than San Jose, and San Jose beats them. San Jose has had L.A.'s number. I can't explain why that is, but there's just certain situations where San Jose, uh, where teams just play well consistently against uh, a particular opponent. And San Jose is 8-2. and two in the last 10 meetings against LA uh, and the Sharks are also uh, five and one uh, in the last six against the Kings here in San Jose. So, uh, you know, th this has definitely been a situation and I've been burned many times uh, in the past, taking LA against San Jose and San, uh, San Jose ends up winning. So especially now with San Jose playing at least well offensively, like I said, this stretch of games where they've scored at least three goals now, in three of the, in 12 of their last 13 games, I think that means you could probably ride the team total once again here uh, going into this game tonight with the uh, San Jose Sharks. So uh, that's what I'm going to do. And that way, too, if I take the team total and they lose the game, but they still score, let's say it's 4-3 LA, still cash the team total, even if San Jose loses the game. You know, I kind of do think the the the, uh, the Kings are going to be uh, – get better and get get and get off the schneid probably maybe as early as tonight but again when you've been riding something and it's been repeatedly coming through and that's the shark team total overs you know we're not getting off that train uh tonight 
in this matchup. And by the way, Sean Dursey, who we know is a burgeoning, blooming defenseman for this Kings team. He's been really good. Three goals, six assists, great at both ends of the ice, blocks a lot of shots, you know, moves the puck, gets the transition going from defense to offense, very good at it. Uh, he is out day-to-day with a lower body injury. So uh, that is definitely a concern for the Kings, someone that they've really come to rely on quite a bit uh, on that blue line, Sean Dursey. So uh, definitely I would be looking toward a San Jose team total over here uh, in this game. Uh, probably lean to the full game over as well now that it's down to six. San Jose full game overs have gone seven and three to the uh, full game over in their last 10 games. And even the Kings have seen the over cash at a uh, 500 three and three clip their last uh, six games uh, coming into tonight. So uh, lean full game over, but definitely going to go ahead with another San Jose a team total uh, over in this game. As far as the props go uh, for this Kings Sharks game uh, for the Kings right now, again, a team that you would think is going to throw every uh, Fiala definitely has got it rolling at the moment for the LA Kings. I've been waiting for him to get going. He had a, a one goal, three point performance in the loss against the Rangers. He started to get his offense going slowly, but surely, you know, Gabe Velarde all of a sudden cooling off uh, for the first time. Uh, we've also got Trevor Moore with four goals in the last four games. So he is starting to get uh, a little, get rolling a little bit for the uh, LA Kings. And like I said, our guy, Gabe Velarde, who we were just, it was a meal ticket. It was a cash cow with his goal prop early in the season. Well, he's all of a sudden for the first time hit a little bit of a slump, just one goal for him in the last seven games, but it was bound to happen. You know, you're not going to end up scoring at the clip that he was for the entire season. So there's some options there for San Jose. I'd stick with Meyer hurdle, uh, LeBanc, Couture, Barabanov. Those have really been the key cogs up front that have been getting it done and getting the goals for the San Jose Sharks of late. So uh, definitely I uh, would consider all of those options I just mentioned for some props and goal score props uh, in this uh, game tonight between the uh, Sharks and the uh, Kings. Uh, all right. Um, uh, Alex did warn me he was running way behind here. So uh, we'll see um, if he's um, uh, even if he is uh, going to join us at some point. Um, I think, uh, you know, gotten through every game. Uh, we're going to wind this thing down. Uh, it is, uh, again, day after Thanksgiving. So uh, we will see if uh, Alex is uh, back with us uh, tomorrow. Again, we are on the air tomorrow at noon Eastern. Uh, so make sure you join us for that Saturday card. The Saturday card, not as big as it normally is because obviously we had a big Friday slate, but there's still nine games tomorrow uh, in the NHL. And we will break those down for you as we always do on the Saturday weekend edition of the Ice Guys show noon Eastern uh, tomorrow uh, uh, right here. So make sure you join us for that. Make sure you also subscribe to patreon.com uh, slash ice guys, just $10 a month, totally worth it. Good content. And you end up getting uh, certainly uh, the daily betting card uh, each and every day uh, on the Patreon page that, uh, of our plays that we uh, mention on the show. And there's also sometimes a few additions that I don't mention on the show, but I bet them later closer to puck drop, and I'll post them on the Patreon page as well. So it's definitely worth it for that. Our totals charts are there. Alex's goalie uh, depth charts are there. Power ratings and more. Uh, all of that at patreon.com slash guys. just $10 a month. Uh, I don't know what they're doing with Avs Preds, uh, Javius in the chat. I mean, they postponed it due to the broken wall. It'll be rescheduled, obviously, but they didn't announce when that will be. Uh, they'll definitely find a, a, a spot on the schedule, I would think, where both teams don't have a game, uh, and they will uh, end up probably playing it when it's convenient for both teams. But they didn't officially announce when that game will be made up. 
uh, between the uh, Avs uh, and the Preds. All right, let's uh, wrap up the show. We got best bets here uh, to wrap it up for this uh, Friday edition. Uh, my best bet, I'll obviously go with a game that is still to come tonight. Give me the Buffalo Sabres. I'm going with it. I love this angle. We go against the team that had the win streak snapped uh, like New Jersey did against Toronto. Not only that, a hey, 12-game win streak gets snapped. We fall short of the franchise record. But it was an emotional game, an intense game. The environment was, they were in a frenzy. It was a bubbling cauldron of emotion in the building. The crowd was wired, you know, within that game. They were pissed off that they had three goals called back. That could be a hangover waiting to happen for the New Jersey Devils tonight. Following that loss with just like, a, it was like a playoff atmosphere, playoff type of game between them and the Leafs on Wednesday night. I think it'll be difficult for them to bounce back. Buffalo's playing better. Six and one, the Buffalo Sabres with Matias Samuelson in the lineup this season. Great value, great spot maybe to fade New Jersey that's due, I think, to come back down to earth a little bit. Look, they're still a very good hockey team. They're going to not be, I don't think, in the tank forever, but I think they could lose a couple at least following the snapping of that win streak. Buffalo for me at plus 140. Uh, that is going to be uh, my best bet here for this Friday NHL card. Buffalo Sabres plus 140. Uh, against the New Jersey Devils for my best bet. And that'll wrap up this edition of the Ice Guys. Thanks to everyone in the chat for joining us. Hit the like button on the way out. I appreciate it very much. And a reminder, the Ice Guys is live seven days a week, Monday to Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern, Saturday and Sunday, noon Eastern. If you can't watch the show live, download the Ice Guys podcast in audio form on all major podcast platforms, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and more. Download the Ice Guys podcast when you can't watch the show live. I'm Ian Cameron. Have a great holiday Friday. Tons going on. NHL, college football, college basketball, NBA. You're going to have NFL this weekend. Whatever sports you're betting, including the NHL, make it a winning night, a winning weekend. Cash some tickets. Enjoy the games and good luck. And we will talk to you again tomorrow on Saturday, noon Eastern, for an another edition of the Ice Guys presented by National Hockey Now. Yeah. <sighs>